0: Hey, this is Boran Dulos with the Creative Ache podcast, where we discuss the god-given passion, pain, and purpose for the creative individual. Hello again and welcome back to the Creative Ache podcast. I'm your host Boran and I'm really looking forward to this episode as we begin to cover a subject that is very meaningful to me personally. It's something that the Father has used to emphasize the importance and the responsibility of my creative calling, and I believe that this is about your calling. It's about your specific calling, and in another way, your generational calling, meaning your assignment is about not just you but the generation that you exist in and are a part of i believe this is a very important message for creatives in this time in this hour i believe it's specific to you and to your assignment and that it is essential for you to grasp what is on the father's heart and we're going to be using a specific scripture I believe this scripture is going to really put some wind beneath your wings concerning your creative assignment. I believe it's going to inspire you. It's going to convict you. It's going to give you a sober realization of the importance of your calling, while also giving you confidence in the Father's ability to finish the work that He began in you concerning your creative assignment. And that scripture comes from Esther chapter 4 verse 14. There's a lot to unpack in this scripture, this one verse, and I think that we could spend a long time on it, but I've got a few things in mind that the Father has highlighted to me to share with you. So, this episode right now is actually going to be the beginning of a four-part series on Esther 4:14. 4, In this series, we're going to be discussing your generational calling, what your creative assignment has to do with the people around you and the people that exist right now that are meant to receive the fruit of your creative potential. We're going to highlight your voice or your artistic assignment, the uniqueness of it, and why it was designed the way that it was designed. We'll be talking about the consequences of dismissing or neglecting your calling which is extremely sobering to me but is also highly motivating and we'll be discussing the divine timing to your existence and your assignment how god orchestrated this time and included you in it for a divinely wise purpose so without further ado let's get into this episode you have come to the kingdom I'm going to start by reading Esther 4:14. It says, "For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this?" Now again, there is a lot of great stuff to unpack from this scripture, but first I want to give a very brief history an overview of what's going on here. Esther was a young Jewish woman during Persian reign who found favor with the Persian king and actually became queen. She was elevated from her lowly place and put in this royal position of authority. There was also a man named Haman who was a court official that hated the Jews. And he actually devised a plot to have all the Jews in Persian territory killed. Now, because Esther, who was a Jew, was in this royal position of queen, Mordecai, who was Esther's uncle, called out Esther's assignment. He spoke out her calling in this verse. It's actually Mordecai's words to Esther. And he's telling her, if you don't take advantage of this time, this moment, this opportunity where you have favor with the king more than just about anyone else, to bring deliverance for the Jews, it will come from another place, but there will be consequences for your neglect. And who knows if you're even in this position now, simply for this moment in time, to make a difference, to change the outcome for the Jewish people. Now, part of why this was so risky was that the king had supreme authority, and no one was allowed to approach the king without his permission. Basically, the only way you wanted to go before the king was if he called you. And Esther had not been summoned, but Mordecai was telling her that she should go before him anyway and take the risk of incurring his wrath. If he didn't like that he was being approached without calling, then the punishment was death. Didn't matter if you were queen or anyone else. But if she approached the king and he lowered his scepter, it was a public show of favor allowing that person to approach the king without being called to have his ear without the punishment of death. And of course, after this message from Mordecai, Esther did go before the king and he listened to her plea and granted favor for the Jews, giving them the right to defend themselves from those who would try to rise up and basically commit genocide killing all the Jews. So Esther was in a very specific environment and circumstance that was different from any of us. So I don't want to say that Esther 414 is only about you or supremely about you, but I do believe that the theme applies and that this message is something that is echoing from that time with the same principles applying to you and your creative assignment. So what that brings me to is the part of this scripture that I want to focus on for today, and it's that you have come to the kingdom. Meaning just like with Esther, there was a purpose for her existence and the place that she was given for a specific generational assignment. And it wasn't just that she was put there at a certain time, but she was given something, a talent, a expression that was suitable to accomplish the task that she was assigned to do for God. You see, you don't simply exist at a random point in time. Father, in his exceeding wisdom, chose to place you in this timeline. It's not an accident, it's not coincidence. In his wisdom, he determined that this moment was made for you and you were made for this moment. And it's not just for who you are, but it's for what assignment you have. It's what you are equipped to do artfully. You have a unique voice. You have an artistic expression that is unique. And that expression is for now. It's to carry a message to a generation that is ripe to receive what you have to offer. One way that I like to put it is you don't simply exist now. You exist for now. Your artistic assignment is a major part of God's plan for this generation. You are that important. You are designed intricately with wisdom and foresight to deliver something that the world needs today. You are here now To perform your specific artistic assignment for this specific generation. The kingdom of God is the answer to any problem that is going on right now. There is a world of hurt, a world of depression, a world of exploitation. Sin is abounding. So many people are falling into darkness and you have the ability to shine a light that helps them see the way to the answer. I mean, just think about those times when you're going through life and maybe it's a hard time that you're going through and you hear a song or you see a movie or you see a painting or you read a poem. It's like God in that moment stops time and inserts an inspiration into your heart. I mean, really think about that. He did orchestrate that moment, and He used a piece of art to communicate His message for you to be encouraged and to move forward with joy and confidence. That's what you are designed to bring to this generation. You and your assignment, your artistic expression, are essential for God's plan for right now. Again, you don't simply exist now. You exist for now. Because of this, there is a great amount of responsibility. I think we often overlook that as artists. I know for me, music has never really been hard. Now don't get me wrong, there's definitely difficulty to it. Like I can't just do whatever I want to do on any given instrument. But generally speaking, it's not something that I have to try in the same way that I would have to try at, say, cooking. I'm maybe not the best cook, and I'm certainly not the best painter. There are various things that I have to really try at. I have to put in a lot of effort for minimal fruit. But music, music is not one of those. I feel like I can actually put minimal effort into it and I will bear a much greater amount of fruit than other things in my life. And maybe you feel like that as well with your particular craft. But the tricky thing about that is that doesn't necessarily reflect faithfulness. Fruit doesn't necessarily mean faithfulness. Let's say it this way. Maybe, if you're like me, you tend to create a lot of your art on those few occasions every now and then where you feel very inspired and full of ambition and you can stay up all night and sacrifice sleep and hang out time to create whatever thing is on your plate at the moment. But then you might go weeks or months or longer without creating anything. Whereas if you just consider putting a specific amount of time to your craft, like let's say for an extreme example, you made it your job and for eight hours a day, five, six days a week, you only did your creative assignment. As if you were maximizing your effort, what kind of fruit would come out of that? As opposed to just doing it whenever you have these inspiring whims of creativity. It definitely seems easier when we have those inspiring whims, but I think you see where I'm getting at. This scripture really gives us a sense of responsibility for our creative calling, our generational calling, the assignment we have to be artistic for the sake of expressing God's message to this generation. You have come to the kingdom. You're here You are existing now, and you're gifted with the things that you need to accomplish the task that this generation needs from God. You don't simply exist now, you exist for now. Now, another sense of responsibility that I think comes from that is that you can't try to copy someone else's expression. You have a unique voice, just like Esther did. She was told to speak by Mordecai. Her voice was the one to carry the specific message. No one else's could have done it. Well, your creative expression, or quote, your voice, is unique for this time, for this generation. You were given this unique capacity and expression for a purpose. So you can't copy another person's voice. You can't copy their expression. It is good and wise to take inspiration from others and to to learn from others. But you have to be faithful with freeing up whatever might hold you back from faithfully and authentically expressing the thing that you're designed to express. And that can be difficult because, well, it is difficult. And in fact, it's actually designed to be impossible without faith in God, that is. You see, your assignment is generally going to be bigger than you think it is. And it's most definitely going to be bigger than yourself. So this requires faith. Faith tells us that the assignment is from God. Faith tells us that we're responsible for holding our end of the assignment. And that gives us confidence. It gives us confidence in God. Because he called us, he's going to give us what we need to finish the work. And he's not going to leave us unfinished and unable to do it. I'll put it this way, if I truly have faith, then I know that I have an artistic expression that the world is hungry for, and that I will be held accountable for being faithful with it. If I have faith, I know my artistic expression is important, and if I have faith, I know I'm going to be held accountable for responsibly and faithfully producing the fruit that I was given the ability to produce. And because of that, I gain confidence in my personal assignment. And that confidence is what helps me overcome fear. Throughout my life, I have had a tendency to turbulent thinking, second-guessing myself, thinking, oh, if I sing this or if I do this, how's it going to affect the people around me? Are they going to like it? Are they going to dislike it? Is it going to be wrong? Is it a matter of preference that some people are going to say are wrong, but I really hold their opinion as important? I've gone through these kinds of thinking circles so many times throughout my life. Um, I've wanted to make sure I'm not stepping on people's toes. I don't want people to be upset about what I'm doing. I don't want to be told that I'm doing something wrong if it's a matter of preference. I'm too dynamic. I'm too hard to follow. Too much is happening in my music. All these things. And I'm giving you examples of, of what I've been through because I'm, I'm very sure that you've been through some of these same things. It has helped me a lot to know that pride and self-preservation has really gotten in the way of my ability to be fruitful that's the center of all of these turbulent thoughts these this second guessing it's really pride it's self-preservation but throughout the years i've received a number of dreams and prophetic words encouraging me to stay on the path that god designed for me though it looks different and though others might want to fit me into something else I have to be faithful to not fit into what they say is right, but fit into the path that the Father has for me. And I believe the same is true for you. There are going to be those who are trying to help you or are simply envious or jealous or are just naive and are going to try to fit you into a mold of your creative area that you should not fit into. Much like David, whenever he was about to go and fight Goliath because no one else in Israel's army was going to do it, King Saul tried to equip David with this other armor, which, of course, everyone would say is wise. We look at the story now and we know what happens, but think about it as if it were happening for the first time. Anyone would understand you're a fool if you go out there and you literally just have a sling. You don't have the armor to protect your body and you don't have the sword to wield. And yet, David was confident in God's call, and he didn't allow himself to be molded into a way that he was not designed to be molded into. Now, David was able to do that because he knew God, and he knew God didn't just put him there at that time, but he put him there for that time. And in my own life, it's been a process, but I've begun to see my art as a matter of faith and of faithfulness to God. And this has really changed the game for me on my confidence in what I'm doing and has helped me to stop second-guessing and to stop putting off or delaying my productivity as an artist. Again, it's very hard. This is the biggest battle I feel like that I've faced maybe my whole life because it's the most consistent one and it feels so hard to gain ground on. But... He is bringing me through it, and I know that the harder the battle is, and the more that I need His grace to get me through it, the more potent that fruit is going to be on the other side. And I know that you feel the same about your art. Your art is important. Your art is essential. I mean that. God designed it for now. Going back to the first part of Esther 4.14, if you don't fulfill your assignment, God's plan isn't off. He's going to accomplish the task that he has set himself out to do. But the way the plan is designed, it's essential for you to faithfully express the artistic creation that you were designed to do. Your art was part of God's plan for this generation. You are suited for this time and this expression. Regardless of the obstacles, you have what it takes and you have something the world has never seen and yet it needs to see. You have something the world has never heard, and it needs to hear it. So my closing encouragement to you is for you to arise and take your place. Be confident you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. So I want you to prayerfully consider why you are here. What is your artistic assignment? And begin to shift your life to being diligent in your art as if it's a matter of faithfulness. Change the way that you look at art so that you change the way that you live your life because the goal should be faithfulness and fruitfulness. And if you do that, you are going to bring something that the world truly needs and it's going to be divine because it's going to be you working together with God to produce something that only God could produce and he's going to produce it through you. Arise and take your place. You have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You don't simply exist now. You exist for now. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has benefited you. And I want to let you know that on the next episode, we're going to be focusing on the first part of this verse, the part that says, if you keep silent at this time. We're going to be focusing on your voice, your unique artistic calling, and the importance of your creative expression. So be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.